Is there a blueprint for success if you want to make history in this day and age? Stay tuned to the podcast to find out. Looking for a way to start your day. Thinking about some new ways to get paid. Feeling like there's much more you can do. Thank you for tuning into the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. It's the podcast that helps you become a better business leader by helping you build a better life. And today on this episode, I want to help you become a history maker. This is the last week of Black History Month, and I would be remiss if I did not do a shout out to the legends who have gone before me. And so like any good student of history, I've broken down the five ways that you can follow in history makers steps and actually make history for yourself. Before we get started, though, there's a few quick announcements. The Monday Night Mastermind is starting on March 4th and you don't want to miss it. Whether you're interested in leadership, accountability, goal setting, and networking, that's for my entrepreneur crowd, my entrepreneurs. If you want to build your professional brand, I have a career coaching mastermind. And if you want to be cool like me and have a podcast, you can definitely join my podcast mastermind group. And the way you can sign up for all three or just one or maybe two, go to businesslifeandcoffee.com slash pages slash MNM. And you'll find out some cool ways where you can connect with me, chat for over an hour with a group of friends or people who will become your friends and uh, really grow your goals together. Uh, also on the website, there's a free seven day leadership course. If you just go to businesslifeandcoffee.com, it'll pop up on the screen, put your email address in and every day you'll get a free leadership lesson from your boy, Joey Price. Also, we've got Q&A where you can send me your burning question about business life. Hey, I might even answer some coffee questions too, but Q&A, shoot me an email at jprice at jumpstart-hr.com. And actually, today's question comes from Natalie on Instagram, and her question was, how easy is it to become an influencer? Well, since we're on the topic of making history, I should answer this one on this episode as opposed to another one. And the truth is, it's really hard to be an influencer. I don't think that it's something that you can just say you want to become. Just because you say you're influential doesn't make you influential. And really, when I think about the people who I know in my circle that are influencers, it's not so much that they became an influencer on purpose or like that's all they set out to do. No, really, they were really good at something or really good in a few areas. And that allowed them to become an influencer. I'll give you an example. I'll, well, I'll talk about myself. So I'm an influencer in HR, business travel, and entrepreneurship. And some of the brands that I work with really look to me because I tell an authentic story of what it's like to travel. But 
What you may not know is that people that I know as friends or uh, that I've known for a long time, they, they used to make fun of me because whenever I would travel like to New York or anywhere, I'm always taking pictures on my phone. You know, I, I feel like taking pictures on my phone is probably the most therapeutic thing I can do because I'm always trying to capture a story or capture someone else's story. And I'm that kind of guy where I want to look back on life and look at all the cool memories of things that I've done. So you just get really good after a while. You take enough pictures where you start to see things that people don't see and it becomes a lot easier for you to create a picture. I could even take it back one step further and say, well, how did I get into podcasting? Well, I got into podcasting because I have some friends that started the, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget the name of their podcast. Ah, it's, it's killing me. But Baruch and Tanja, they actually had a movie podcast. And I was like, man, they could do a podcast. I'm encouraged to do a podcast too. But I didn't start public speaking there. I actually started with public speaking when I was a kid. So I learned public speaking as a kid. I learned cell phone photography when I first had even flip phones back in the day and my first iPhone. And I've always kind of had an interest in graphic design and websites and blogging as well. Matter of fact, I, I became a blogger for Sherm really early on in my HR career. And a lot of the relationships that I've met through Sherm have really helped me in the influencer things that I have now. So to answer the question, how easy is it to become an influencer? An influencer isn't something that you set out to do. I would say be really known for some really key skills that influencers are known for having and be passionate about something specific. You know, my passions are obviously human resources. Uh, it's entrepreneurship, leadership coaching, and traveling. Uh, if anyone knows me, those are my authentic top four things I'm interested in. I throw in my family as well as, as five, but <laughs> being an influencer to your family is a little more private, and we'll probably have an episode about that too. But being an influencer, you definitely want to have things that you're known for, and then be well known for those things. That's kind of a tongue twister, but I hope that answered your question because influencers, yes, money is a byproduct of being successful as an entrepreneur, but you're really not setting out to make money. You're setting out because you're passionate about what you do. And if you're competitive, you want to see how far you can go in your skills and your interests. So for me, working with a major airline, was huge working with Fortune 500 HR software company that is incredible. And then I also am an influencer for small startup brands because I always feel like even working with big groups, that's great. But there's also some smaller companies that I believe in and I really want to see them succeed. And so, of course, I'm always going to root for the little guy. So if you're interested in partnering as uh, for me to be an influencer for your product, why not shoot me an email jprice at jumpstart-hr.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you interact with the communities that I interact with on my Instagram page of over 38,000 followers on my podcast and on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. So that is the question of the day, how to become an influencer and is it really as hard as it seems? All right, so let's jump back into the 
meat of the episode today, how to make history and more importantly, how to make black history. You know, with the age of the internet and it being a lot easier to get into business these days, I'm loving the fact that there are more black stories that are being told. There are more black CEOs. There are more black women entrepreneurs. Matter of fact, I think I saw a statistic that said black women entrepreneurs are the fastest growing population of entrepreneurs these days. And when I look around at my friends that are in business, it's definitely a lot of black women. So shout out to you guys. I'll name a few. Janine Truitt, Dominique Broadway, Brittany Rose, and just a few of people that I know that are really, really crushing it in business. But there are a few principles that I would share with you if you want to make history. Now, making history isn't just being the Malcolm X or the Martin Luther King or the Harriet Tubman. I believe that a good working definition of being a history maker is someone who makes a lasting impression on others. More importantly, I'd say a good history maker is someone who makes a lasting impression or a lasting change for someone else that betters our world or betters our society. So you don't have to win a Nobel Peace Prize to be a history maker, but (laughs) you do have to care about people. So here are my thoughts on how to make history. Number one, people who make history will face doubt or criticism from the people closest to them. Before history makers make history, do you think everyone was on their side? Now, I started my HR company in 2011 and my mom was like, Joey, I don't think you should start a business. And I was like, mom, why not? Like, I really, really want to launch this thing. And she was like, well, what are you going to do for health insurance? I was like, well, first of all, I'm under the age of 26. So thanks to Obamacare, I could stay on your plan for a while. (laughs) But uh, I just thought I would take care of myself, be healthy, pray, make sure that I didn't do anything crazy and protect my body so that I didn't need insurance or that I didn't let a lack of insurance hold me back. But what I didn't realize, though, is that you can buy your own insurance. So that's what I did. I got an individual health plan. And even though my parents had doubts about whether or not I should take that risk to become an entrepreneur, looking back now, seven years ago, eight years ago, it's one of the best things I've ever done. And so looking back at a famous history maker who had doubts and criticism, actually Martin Luther King. So Martin Luther King died at a very early age. He actually died in his 30s, but he was changing the world in his 20s. Now, this is kind of sidetracking a little bit, but I did some research on Martin Luther King and I didn't realize that he did not want to be this world renowned activist civil rights leader. He actually wanted to become the president of Morehouse College. So it's just interesting that you can have a dream for your life, but the more you walk out and you make history for other people, you wind up changing your own story. And I I truly believe that I love Morehouse. I got friends that graduated from Morehouse. It's a super great HBCU. But Martin Luther King made more history pursuing the work of other people and helping to advance the causes of other people than I believe he would have if he were the president of a university. Uh, It's just something about helping other people on a large scale 
that is really impactful. But anyway, Martin Luther King, he was actually stabbed when he was 29 years old and he was stabbed by a black woman. It was a woman who didn't believe in him, was doubting. Now, this wasn't someone who was close to him. It was actually, he was speaking somewhere and this woman came up to him and was like, hey, are you Dr. King? Are you Dr. King? And then she just, wham, stabbed him right in the chest. And it's like, why would you want to stab Dr. King? But he did not let that deter him. He stayed in the hospital. He got better. He recuperated. And this is actually the time where he was hospitalized. And he said, the doctor said, if you would have sneezed, you would have died. That's how close he was to death. And not only is that just insanely crazy, but my heart goes out to that guy. I tip my hat off to Dr. King because of the legacy that he has and the courage that he had to pursue changing history in the face of criticism, both in what people had to say and what they did. That's insane. So people who make history face doubt or criticism from the people closest to them, but they pursue and overcome. Next, people who make history are prepared to take risks because they've walked in their calling their entire life. Now, I earlier, I, I mentioned that today's question was, can you just become an influencer? And I said, no, you cannot just become an influencer because it's not something that just materializes itself. You have to be really good at something or you have to be known for something or passionate about something. So if you want to make history, ask yourself, what do I love doing today that I would do for free and that helps solve another person's problem? Again, if you think about what an influencer does, you are telling people how to think. You are steering their thoughts towards a product, a service, a solution. I think the biggest, uh, I can give it a plug or shout out to uh, an influencer that I follow, Shameless Maya, who is big on YouTube and she helps solve people's problems. She is someone who will help you figure out how to launch a vlog, how to edit photos. She started, I believe, with like makeup tutorials and stuff. And the reason why I started watching her videos was because I said, hey, if I want to become a YouTuber, if I want to step up my on camera presence, I already know what I'm passionate about. But what area is really dominating YouTube viewership these days? And at the time, it was like makeup tutorials and all that stuff. So I didn't watch to learn how to apply makeup or mascara or anything like that. But I was like, what's her on-camera presence like? What is the technology that she uses? Makeup people have a specific light that they buy. And so I went and bought that light because it helps you look good on camera. And if you're interested, you can check out my YouTube page and let me know what you think. But there was one episode of Shameless Maya where she actually went back home and she showed us like all of these things she was doing as a kid that translated into what she's doing now. And similar to my story of public speaking as a kid, interested in tech and design, going to a science and technology school, you learn these things and traits that you have no idea how you're going to use them in the future, but somehow they just appear and you're building your toolkit. I've got a guy, a really good friend of mine, Dalali Darasa, who's the CEO of Fearless Solutions. He's won a bunch of awards. It's a great federal contractor. And he said that he used to work for a guy who told him that whenever you go to a job, you're going to learn, you're going to acquire different tools. You're going to learn how to acquire all these different tools. But then when you go somewhere, they're going to ask you how to build a house. 
and one place you went and you learned carpentry, another place you went and you learned construction, another place you went and you learned like contracting and how to put install windows or whatever. I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but basically what he said is that you learn all these skills along the way and it may feel a little disjointed or not connected, but somewhere down the road, all the pieces are going to fit together and somebody's going to ask you if you know how to build a house and your answer is going to be yes. It's going to be yes because you can build a house holistically and you didn't just focus on one thing. So that is what I would say where people who make history are prepared to take risks because they've walked in their calling their whole life. And even if you didn't know how to do or if you haven't been practicing one particular thing for your whole life, it's funny how life works out where you get opportunities to help people where you pull in different gifts that you have or different talents that you're interested in. It is super funny how that works out. My next key to making history is people who make history do so by being their authentic self. Oprah Winfrey, possibly one of the wealthiest women in the world, said, I had no idea that being your authentic self could make me as rich as I've become. If I had, I'd have done it a lot earlier. And Oprah used to be a newscaster and sometimes newscasters can I guess kind of feel like they've got to fit in a certain box but the moment she broke out of that with her talk show man the sky was the limit for her and the sky wasn't even the limit because I feel like she surpassed that but you want to be authentic you can't be successful trying to be an imitation of somebody else imitation may be the sincerest form of flattery but it is the quickest path to mediocrity Let me say that again. Imitation may be the sincerest form of flattery, but it's the quickest path to mediocrity because you're not going to be as good as the person you're copying. So why not be yourself and see how that works out? (laughs) People who make history don't do so by being their authentic self. Next, people who make history, they do it for a greater purpose and because of a greater purpose. Nikki Giovanni, the writer, says, I really don't think life is about the I could have been's. Life is only about I try to do. I don't mind the failure, but I can't imagine that I forgive myself if I didn't try. Now, Nikki is someone who is a writer who's inspired other people, but writers don't write for themselves. I mean, yes, they're telling their story and they're sharing their view on the world, but it's a gift that they share to other people. And so you have to be ready to share your gifts with other people in order to help them. People buy pleasure or they buy to alleviate pain. And so if you want to make a difference in the world, whether it's as an entrepreneur or a leader or a business person or a family person, ask yourself, how do I help people pursue pleasure or how do I help people alleviate pain? And if you can find out how you're going to do that, you'll be successful. And last but not least, people who make history face scary situations but they have faith that they're going to be protected and that they're going to make it through. So I put it like this. We all have 24 hours in a day, right? We all have good times, bad times. We have peaks, we have valleys. And so people say that the level of effort it takes to succeed is the same. You're going to spend the same time pursuing mediocrity. So why not choose greater? Why not face the tough situations and come out of it a better person? So if you want to make history, don't give up on yourself. 
Don't give up on your ability to make a difference. Be confident in yourself and don't give up on the fact that somebody is waiting on you to change history. Someone is waiting on you to influence them to make their world a better place. So this has been another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Definitely check me out on IG. I'd love for you to leave a five-star review on iTunes and stay tuned for more episodes of the show. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.